This is the fifth and final week of our message series we call Jesus Saves. For five weeks, we've been taking each letter of Jesus's name and applying it to our message for each Sunday. The first week, we looked at Jesus as Son of God and having a personal relationship with Jesus, the Son of God. We gave you a great prayer to pray to help you with that. The second week, we discussed Jesus as our Eucharist, asked you to read your Bible, John chapter 6, and reflect on God's presence in you when you receive Holy Communion. In the third week, we looked at Jesus as our Savior, what that means for us and why you want to try and understand Jesus as your Savior. Last week, we looked at the you in Jesus' name and discovered that Jesus unites us, especially through the sacrament of baptism. We've covered a lot over the last four weeks. If you missed those messages, you can find all of them on our website, saintmary.life, as a blog or podcast. So you can read or listen. You can also find our podcast by searching your favorite podcast app for Sunday Homily. Today we are looking at the last S in Jesus' name and equating that letter S with the word seek. Seek rest in Jesus. Our culture teaches us to chronically overwork, yes? We know that's bad for us. Regardless, we feel compelled to keep up the frenetic pace. Work is how we put food on the table. Unfortunately for many of us, work provides us with a source of identity. Think about it. When you meet someone, one of the first things they're going to ask you or you ask them is, what do you do? As if that's who we are. And since work becomes our source of identity, we are constantly striving to prove ourselves. We try to prove our worth to ourselves and others by our work, and the relentless striving never ends. Seek rest in Jesus. Jesus calls to us, come to me and rest. The Bible is filled with God's promises to provide rest when we seek him. God's son, Jesus, promises us the same. We heard it today. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Do you realize that God wants us to enjoy our lives? He does not want us to be weary, worn out, and sad. But it seems so many people who say they believe in God are not really enjoying their lives. We do not have to wait and die and go to heaven to enjoy life. God wants us to enjoy our everyday lives. The Bible even tells us that God loves us so much he sent his son out of love. And out of love, Jesus gave his life for us so that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus himself says that he tells us the things he tells us and does the things he does so that this life, so that his joy will be in us and that our joy will be complete. That sounds like God and God's Son want us to be joy-filled people, right? Well, I don't know about you, but I find that I'm most weary, worn out, and sad when I think everything depends upon me. When I think I have to save the world, save my company, save my parish, save my family. After a while, I feel exhausted and depressed. Has this ever happened to you? When we try to do everything and leave God out of the equation, we just get worn out and frustrated by our mistakes and failures. 
But when we lean on God, we actually enter into his rest and can enjoy our lives, no matter what our circumstances may be. You know, the fact of the matter is, the world will probably never change. But I could learn how to change the way I go about handling challenging situations. One key to this is knowing that as believers in Jesus, we trust in him. And because we trust in him, we trust in God because Jesus is the Son of God. And as believers who trust, we are partners with God. Yes, we have a part to play, and God has a part in everything he calls us to do. When we don't do the part we can do, and we try to do God's part instead, that's when we stress out with worry, fear, anxiety, frustration, no peace, and no joy. Jesus also tells us, fear is useless. What is needed is trust. That's like saying worrying is useless. What is needed is trust. So trust in him. Does that mean everything will turn out the way we want it? Absolutely not. That being said, here are five tips you may find useful to rest in God. Number one, cast your cares on God. Do your best to simply give God your worries. Why? Because he wants you to, and he cares for you. The first letter from St. Peter in the Bible tells us, Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Many of us might think of rest as being lazy. However, this rest that the Bible talks about is an action to do between you and God. It's a partnership that you develop with your Creator. It is entering into his rest and casting your burden on him. For example, when you feel discouraged, get still. In prayer, get still and tell the Lord that you trust him. Whatever happens in this situation you are worried about, you trust him. You don't have to do anything special here. Just be still and be yourself to God, humbly in front of him. So that's number one, cast your cares on God. Number two, release your burdens with trust. Our problems are not a surprise to God. When we try to make things happen and work to prove ourselves right or promote ourselves, we end up in trouble. We can lean on God, though. We can enjoy life no matter what's going on. Worrying is useless to you and will cause more stress in the mind and body. Don't wear yourself out by trying to control what you can't control. The bottom line is that you're being counterproductive when you enter into this type of negative cycle. It's like sitting in a rocking chair, rocking all day, wearing yourself out and getting nowhere. Trusting God means we give up worrying, rationalizing, and anxiety, and we enter into his rest with simple faith and trust. Number three, surrender your will. Now, this is a tough one, but it's essential. Surrendering your will, your desires, is the master key to drastically reducing your stress. It is the master key. Resting in the Lord involves giving up your ego and not having your way. You will know that you have reached this when you trust God to work all things without your help. You trust God when you realize that you don't have to defend yourself anymore from slander, gossip, or injustice. This spiritual maturity is not easily mastered. This mature surrendering doesn't happen overnight. It's like a muscle that we need to keep using so it becomes stronger. Don't be upset either if you find that 
As you try surrendering to God, you keep failing in surrendering to God. But don't quit trying either. Simply relax in God. Let go and let God be God. Number four, know you are loved. God loves you unconditionally. Nothing can separate you from his love. God's love does not fluctuate as it does with people. The Lord does not hang it over our heads when we mess up or sin. We need to simply turn to him and ask his forgiveness. If you need to go to confession, go. Whether or not you need to go to confession, simply ask the Lord to show you his love for you so that you can enter into his rest. When we experience his love, it will flow to others. On your darkest days, when there's nothing to keep you going, he loves you. It is the kind of love no one can match. No spouse, parent, friend, or child will love you the way the Heavenly Father does and will love you. When we understand this, we can move ahead and love ourselves and love God in return. Number five, find hope. We need hope in order to find peace. We don't hope that we get what we want or that things will turn out the way we want them to turn out. Hope is the trust that somehow, one way or another, even when things don't seem to be working out and are very difficult, our future is in God's hands. If you don't feel like you can make it another day, turn to your Bible and feed your soul and drown out any voices that are condemning or causing anxiety. Go to your Bible, enter into prayer, or play worship music to encourage yourself and to keep your spirit energized. So all of this being said, I encourage you, don't get caught up in spiritual overworking either. This is not about trying harder spiritually. It's about letting go. We might think, I should work much harder to devote myself to God. But the gospel tells us that when following Jesus gets difficult, the answer is not to work harder, but to rest better. Only by learning to rest in Jesus will we have the strength we need to thrive. Seek rest in Jesus. This is what we want you to know. The ability to step away from the busy world and to enter into a divine rest is a blessing that can be yours. Stepping away from the world and trying to figure everything out never works. This is what we would like for you to do. Try to surrender your will and dreams. Allow God to take the helm. Allow rest to become more of an active part of your life. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest.